Are you looking for an easy way to 10X your digital marketing strategy? If that's you, I'm going to teach you what I have learned and hint. It's all about live streaming, but not in the way you traditionally think about it. I want you to see how live streaming changes everything for me and how it can do it for you as well on this next episode of the Your Digital Marketing Coach Podcast. Digital, social media, content influencer, marketing, blogging, podcasting, vlogging, TikToking, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SEO, SEM, PPC, email marketing. Whew. There's a lot to cover. Whether you're a marketing professional, entrepreneur, or business owner, you need someone you can rely on for expert advice. Good thing you've got Neil on your side. Because Neil Schaefer is your, your digital, digital marketing, marketing coach. coach. Helping you grow your business with digital first marketing, one episode at a time. This is your digital marketing coach, and this is Neil Schaefer. Live streaming changes everything. I know that live streaming is nothing new. Live streaming was huge back in the day of Facebook Live. YouTube's had live streaming. We have LinkedIn Live. In fact, we had like Meerkat and Periscope. Live streaming is definitely not new. It's been out there. And it's something that I have played with off and on for the past several years, but I just never did it. The big reason not doing it is I can never promise to be in the same place at the same time every day of the week. It's why I never have my own Twitter chat uh, as well, or my own uh, you know, clubhouse room, or we can go on and on. But I realized something different recently that I want to share with you and that I think will help you really see your digital marketing, your content production in an entirely different way. So it all started with, many of you know, I'm a podcaster and I listen to a lot of podcasts, obviously. So I have an episode on why if you're not listening to podcasts, you can't become a good podcaster. If you're not watching a lot of YouTube videos, you can't be a good YouTuber. It's sort of the same thing. You have to consume that content to better understand how it works. What is the expectation of the viewer on the other end? So one of these podcasts is actually a podcast for social media entrepreneurs. And I'll try to put the links in the show notes of this particular podcast episode. But it was a gentleman talking about his podcast downloads and that he is doing, well, what I'm doing right here. He is on YouTube. And while he is recording the podcast, he is recording a video and then sharing the video. Now, I don't know if he's doing a live stream. I assume he is. He may not be. But the fact of the matter is he was saying, well, I get this much downloads from my podcast, but then I get an additional number of views on YouTube. And when I combine them together, this is the visibility of my podcast content. That made a heck of a lot of sense, right? And one of my good friends, Amy Woods, Content 10X podcast, Content 10X book, content10x.com, she always talks about you spend this time creating the content. Why aren't you investing in their future? Why aren't you doing more with that content? And I think a lot of us entrepreneurs, business owners, we get something out the door and then we do nothing to it and then it dies and go, oh, it wasn't successful. And I think that's the way it's been with me and live streaming in the past. They've been one-off things. But I realized that 
over time, I've interviewed amazing guests. And I've always recorded the videos of these interviews over Zoom, right? So, and as a speaker, I'm sitting on just hours and hours and hours of video. Now, another great podcast is called Tube Talk. My man Viper, can't wait to have him on this podcast coming soon. Stay tuned. And he was interviewing someone on Tube Talk that was doing live streaming and then realized that let's say they do a live stream and it's a Q&A. Well, they could take apart each one of those sections from the Q&A and create a separate video. And they found that that separate video performed like any other video did on YouTube. So if you can strategically plan a live stream around content that you want to cover and you strategically create it in a way that it is easy to create those snippets of videos, then one podcast interview cannot just become a live stream, which is another long form piece of content, which is a great way to build up watch time, but also give your community a way to engage with you in real time. I'm going to give out a shout out to Charlie Boy because Charlie Boy is always there like every live stream, right? And you sometimes, you know, you, you get more viewers, you get more comments, what have you. But it's also the fact that after that, you can repurpose that into evergreen YouTube content. And if you plan it right, you can do your keyword research. You can plan out a video or a podcast episode that can be repurposed into several YouTube videos that can get amazing visibility for all those golden nuggets that are in your content that are hidden in whether it is a 15-minute live stream or a one-hour interview or a webinar or wherever that may be. Now, I don't want you to think of this as repurposing because I know of some podcasters, that there is a stat with podcasting that one data point says that YouTube is the biggest, most popular place where people consume podcasts. It's not even Spotify or Apple Podcast Player uh, or Google, right? Or websites. So YouTube is this, probably influenced by Joe Rogan and others, but YouTube is a huge place for podcast exposure. But I always looked at these big podcasters and they just had these YouTube videos where it just had like the icon of the podcast. There was nothing moving or they had like a waveform moving and then they had the audio and it was not engaging. And I said, I do not want to do that. That is not the way I believe YouTube should be used. But I did this experiment just a few weeks ago, recorded a solo podcast episode with the intent of repurposing it. And I was going to record using QuickTime. And I'm like, you know what? Recently, I recorded uh, videos for my uh, teaching uh, influencer marketing at UCLA Extension. I use Zoom for that. That's what they requested me to use. So I'm just going to record myself on Zoom and then I can repurpose it. Now, when I was on Zoom, because I have the paid plan, there's a little live stream you know, option, right? And I looked at it and it's like, huh, in one click, I can just go live on YouTube. Why not? So I went live on YouTube. I didn't tell anyone I was going to go live, but I went live. And in fact, you'll be able to go back to one of these videos and it'll have a little Zoom watermark. I'm really embarrassed by that. I don't do that anymore. But when you go back and see that, that was a solo podcast episode that I decided to live stream. And guess what? I've already gotten a few hundred views for that video that if I had not done anything with, it would have died. It would not be not be available on video. It would only be available to people that listen on audio. We're not touching the multiple emotions and different ways that people consume content. Audio, video, textual, right? So I have a podcast website 
where it lives. I'm sharing it on social media, but I wasn't doing video and I wasn't doing it right. But now I have a live stream video and now that can be repurposed potentially depending on the topics that I talk about into several videos that can stand alone. So I'm like, huh, how do I up my game here? So right now I'm using a tool called StreamYard. I'll put the affiliate link in, in the show notes. But with StreamYard, I can now with one click schedule a live stream on YouTube. So as I schedule the YouTube live stream and, and I'm looking at these future interviews that I have with my guests and I'm asking them, hey, can I give you, can I ask for you know your permission to do this? And they're all like, awesome. Well, now I can actually be thinking about, you know, well, what is the thumbnail going to look like? And I've heard of a lot of YouTubers that actually, they will first create the thumbnail before they create the video. And I sort of get it, right? So when I schedule this on YouTube, on StreamYard, it has already asked me to upload a thumbnail. So now before I even schedule a live stream, I need to think a little bit more strategically about what we're going to talk about. What should that thumbnail look like? What is my facial expression going to be? What is the uh, the guest creative? What are going to be the main, the two or three big words that are going to pop up in that thumbnail to get people to want to watch it? Well, now, once I do that, and now I need a title and a description, right? So I'm going into either vidIQ or Jasper, and I'll put show notes, uh, I'll put links in the show notes as well. Um, these are various AI tools. We could use Tailwind, uh, Ghostwriter as well. Uh, you know, AI tools that allow me to get really, really catchy, you know, YouTube titles, YouTube descriptions. And now when I schedule it, it actually appears on the live tab on YouTube. And guess what? People that want to be notified, hint, hint, go to youtube.com slash Neil Schaefer and go to the live tab. You can actually click a notify me. You can actually see my upcoming schedule of all these amazing people that I'm going to interview for my podcast. And you can not only get notified, but you can join the live stream. In fact, taking this one step further, and I want to give uh, kudos to my friend Daniel Nestle, uh, known Dan for a while. He's a, a corporate marketer, and he's part of Mark Schaefer's community. Mark has one of the best, if not the best community for marketers out there in social media. And, you know, Dan's like, yeah, you know, Mark does these podcast episodes and he invites us in to like be backstage and to be able to ask questions. And, and it's like, that's an awesome idea. You know, with StreamYard, I can have up to 10 participants. So why don't I offer this to my digital first mastermind, Right. And if you all want to come in and if you want to ask Joe Polizzi a question or Melanie Desio a question or Viper a question, right, you have the ability to do that and be part of the live stream, right, um, as this sort of exclusive access. I want to give kudos to Mark. I think it's a great idea. So that, that conversation from Dan Nestle inspired me, but it makes sense, right? So now this is how I schedule my interviews. Now I think of my own solo recordings. I need a thumbnail as well. I need to think a little bit more strategically as to what I'm going to talk about. So it forces me to up my own game when it comes to my own podcast and to be more strategic. But then guess what? It's live stream. When I do a podcast interview now, it's Hollywood, it's video, it's YouTube. I feel I am in a completely different state when I'm doing the interviews now. And I think it has helped me improve my performance, my engagement And with every podcast episode, not only am I building visibility on podcast players around the world, but I am building visibility on YouTube, the final frontier. And I've always said it's the final frontier because I got the blog down. I got the podcast down. Video is something I never really strategically invested in. My theory, if you've been following me on my podcast or on YouTube, talk a lot about AI, 
video is the final frontier for AI. So I want to go where AI can't compete yet. And I think that's video, right? So uh, also as a speaker, it's just a natural platform for me to be on. I feel very comfortable in front of a, a video camera and a microphone. So all of this all began with live streaming a solo episode through my Zoom account. Nothing complicated. Don't overthink it. Just start. And now I am looking at enough content once I start to repurpose. And like I said, I'm, you know, if there is an interview where there is no good content that would stand alone in a separate YouTube video, I am not going to publish that YouTube video. I haven't even started to talk about, obviously, taking these snippets, shorter snippets, and making vertical videos for YouTube shorts, for TikTok, for you know, Instagram reels. It all starts with the content. And I think, you know, I want to give a shout out to Amy Woods as well, Content 10X, because she's like, if you can start with video, it's the most powerful format, the easiest to be able to repurpose. And I'm talking about repurposing with purpose. But if I just add the video component to my podcast, or I already had the video component, I just wasn't leveraging. Maybe I thought like I had to have studio lights or I had to have a better background or I had to have a better microphone. You don't need any of that. And the beautiful thing is with this era of like TikTok and Reels and YouTube shorts and people just posting from their phone, you know, our, uh, and, and our quest for authenticity, our requirement to have like, it has to be like professional looking. I, I truly believe those days are gone. Now, it really depends on your brand. It's going to be different for every company, every professional, but I think a lot of brands can get away with a lot more authentic looking content than they might think. And in fact, that content might actually outperform that beautifully looking branded content. So as I said in my newsletter, when I introduced this topic as a teaser, one little drop in the sea, this ripple effect. And it was just that one little live stream connecting the dots of all these other things I'd heard about. And then guess what? YouTube actually started to offer a core podcast functionality. So now they are promoting podcasts. I created a podcast playlist. And as these podcast episodes go live, I then add it to that podcast playlist, let people know this is the episode number. This is a link to my podcast website if you want to read the show notes. And now I am assuming in the algorithm that other podcast listeners might be exposed to my podcast, right? And now I'm getting analytics in terms of how my podcast on YouTube is performing. So I, I tend to believe that this is only going to benefit not only the visibility of my podcast, but the visibility of my YouTube channel and to grow that. And by the way, this may be something that's already been out there. I just saw this. It said beta that YouTube now has a promotions tab. So just like you can easily boost something in like Facebook or Twitter, you can do the same in YouTube. And I know this goes against best practices. You should be in the Google ads manager. You should be micro-targeting and all that. But if you just want to quickly, you know, a buck or two per subscriber, I'm seeing one to $3 per new subscriber. Um, views obviously is a lot cheaper. You can at least get some data, some metrics that says, hey, if I really want to invest in this, what would it look like? If I really want to build up my following, like you build up Facebook page likes, what would that look like on YouTube? They've made it really, really, really easy to do. So now I hired a YouTube video editor, a part-time editor that's going to help me start to get all of this content that I'm sitting on out there into the world. And I am looking forward to serving you with all that content, obviously, on this podcast, 
but also on my YouTube channel should you want to see me in video format. Uh, should you want to listen to my podcast, but you prefer to do it on YouTube, I will be there for you as well. And obviously, I'm hoping to get expose this podcast and my thoughts and the content to more and more people. So this might not have been the podcast that you were thinking it would be, but this is how, from my perspective, live stream truly changes everything. And I hope through all of these experiments and everything I've talked about here, you've gotten a little tidbit, just some little idea that you can implement in your own marketing to truly 10X it. Because I I know that this was going to 10X my marketing in the not so distant future. And I will make a public commitment. I am at 1,000. I just hit 1,500 subscribers today. I feel very confident that in 12 months, I will be at 10,000 subscribers. Where am I getting that number from? I don't know. I said 10X. I'm going to put my name, my reputation out on the line. There's no guarantees, right? But if we don't make these public promises, uh, Pat Flynn has a great great term for this. I forget what it is. Like these these public uh, public promise announcements, PPAs. I forgot what he said, um, but really brilliant, right? And a brilliant guy. By making these, at least we set a goal and you can now help hold me accountable. But that is the road that I am on, all coming from live streaming. Once again, Thank you for listening and thank you for watching. Uh, This podcast episode is being live streamed like all other podcast episodes. So if you are listening to the podcast, go to youtube.com slash Neil Schaefer. And obviously, if you are on the YouTube live stream, like I know some of you are watching me right now, I want you to make sure that you hit that subscribe button. Feel free to drop a comment in. I can actually post your comments on the screen like good old Charlie boy here, one of my biggest friends, really appreciate the support. And well, that is it for another episode of the Your Digital Marketing Coach podcast, live streamed on YouTube. Until next time, this is your digital marketing coach, Neil Schaefer, signing off. You've been listening to Your Digital Marketing Coach. Questions, comments, requests, Links? Go to podcast.neilshafer.com. Get the show notes to this and 200 plus podcast episodes and neilshafer.com to tap into the 400 plus blog posts that Neil has published to support your business. While you're there, check out Neil's digital first group coaching membership community if you or your business needs a little helping hand. See you next time on Your Digital Marketing Coach.